Welcome to the TPC Podcast. Thanks for listening. The Pentecostal Church is located at 3700 Kelly Highway in Fort Smith, Arkansas. With roots anchored firmly right here in the Arkansas River Valley, it continues to be a beacon of hope in a hopeless world and a hospital for hurting souls. TPC is a place where you can call home and fulfill your calling in the kingdom of God. Join us for this incredible word from the Lord today. Amen. The book of 1 Peter chapter number 5, and I want to begin reading in verse number 5. The book of 1 Peter chapter number 5. We love you, Bishop. Thank you for preaching and praying across this state. He ministers in congregations and to pastors and ministers, and we're going to continue to just lift up Bishop Thomas. The Lord just uses him everywhere he goes. I like it when he's here. I'm a little bit, you know, I'm a little greedy. I kind of like him here right behind me. But I love it whenever he's out preaching and look what the Lord is doing. Amen. Brother Ethan, good to see you here today. Love you and your family. All of them. Amen. Great to see you in church today with your family. What the Lord is doing. Amen. The book of 1 Peter chapter number 5 and verse number 5. Likewise, you younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another. Be clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. I want you to notice verse number 7, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Now I need you to notice verse number 8, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, let's just make this plain here, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Verse number 9, whom resist steadfast in faith knowing that in the same afflictions, that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace who hath called us into his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Somebody said amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I feel led to preach on this subject for the next few moments simply fighting for your soul. Verse number 8, there is a proclamation for us to be sober and to be vigilant because your adversary, it's not the person sitting across the aisle from you today, it's not the person in your house It's not really your adversary. Your adversary is the devil. He is as a roaring lion, not a lion, but as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Then whom we should resist steadfast in the faith. Resist that adversary, the devil. Resist him in the faith. 
When you begin to talk about wars that are being fought, wars are considered to be intense armed conflict between states, governments, societies, paramilitary groups. All of these things that are in combative against each other is considered a war. As a matter of fact, the, in July, on July 28, 2022, the Ukrainian President Zelensky said this, one of the key tasks of the enemy is to humiliate us Ukrainians, to devalue our capabilities and our heroes, to spread despair, fear, and to spread conflicts. Therefore, it is important never for a single moment to give in to the enemy's pressure, not to wind oneself up, nor to show weakness. This is what he added in conclusion. The president of Ukraine said, we must all be strong enough to resist any enemy provocations. We must be all be strong enough to endure and go all the way to Ukrainian victory. That's because they're in a war. They're in a war. They have identified their enemy. And they have realized that, you know what? We are going to have to fight. We're going to have to define that they are not going to come to just taunt us. They have come to destroy us. So don't allow them to devalue you. Don't allow them to devalue your heroes. Don't allow the enemy to create the conflict that would weaken you. But be strong and be unified and recognize we can win victoriously. I think it's important for us to gather from these quotes here today and just identify that it may be one of the greatest deceptions that the enemy throws our way. And one great deception is is for you to think that the enemy has given up on me. One of the greatest deceptions of Satan is for us to start believing that I got it made now, I'll just coast in, that I'm all clear, that the enemy's not gonna harm me, that everything's good, we've made some kind of truce. That's the lie from hell. The enemy is out to destroy you Satan is going to come against you in so many different ways. It likely will not be the way he came at you the last time. But he will come over and over and over again. Hence, I preach the message today that we have a fight on our hands for the saving of our soul. I have a fight on my hands for the saving of my family's soul. But I have rose to the challenge on this Sunday morning to tell you that if God be for us, then who can be against us? Man, so let it be remembered, let it be declared, let it be spoken, let it be said. We are in spiritual warfare. We are in spiritual warfare. The enemy is raging in this world, trying to take it a piece, part by part, place by place, county by county, house by house, family by family, church by church, individual by individual. The enemy is not giving up.
He's making up lies. He's creating problems. He's creating divisions. He's doing everything he can. He don't fight fair. He'll sucker punch you from behind. He'll kick you when you're not looking. He'll do things that will intimidate you. He'll try to destroy the heroes around you. But there's some people rising up saying, because I'm in a fight for my soul, I will continue to put my faith in God. I will trust him. So you got to know that spiritual war is on in your family. Don't go to sleep on this, church. Don't go to sleep on this. Spiritual battles are being fought every day. We are in a war that's happening in our world. It's raging. But you can win this battle because God is looking for those that will stand up and say, I am counted as his. Amen. Job said it in Job chapter number two and verse number two, the Lord said unto Satan, from whence comest thou? And Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it. Now you gotta understand the devil is omnipresent. He is not omnipresent. He cannot be everywhere at the same time, but he is walking to and fro. Our text said the devil has a roaring lion walking to and fro in the earth, seeking whom he may devour. So we know we're in a constant fight with the enemy. Paul in the grace dispensation said, when I would do good, evil is present with me. I am constantly fighting. I'm doing good and all of a sudden something starts pushing against me. Something starts pressing against me. Some lies start coming against me. Some struggles start coming my way. I start entertaining things I don't want to entertain. I start hearing things I don't want to hear. It's because the enemy is coming against your soul. Matter of fact, he's not really out to get you in the bar by Friday night. He's, he's not out to get you fall off into some immoral situation by next week. If it takes him a year, the devil is patient. I've watched people through my years of ministry and pastoring that they start off in a good place and then I've seen them little by little just kind of drift away from the Lord just a little at a time, just a little at a time and the further away you get, all of a sudden you start having offenses by people around you. I still love you, pastor, but I don't understand about so-and-so. After a while, they drift a little bit further and they get a little bit further and all of a sudden it leaves the pew and gets in the pulpit. I just don't understand what he preached today. I just don't know how that really fits with where we are and you just drift a little bit more and a year after year and after a while, you're not raising your hands and you're not clapping your hands and you're not worshiping God and somehow you're, just, you're not where you used to be with God until eventually we see you no more. Just drifted off out into something. You know why that happens? That's don't happen because you're a bad person. You're not, you're not a bad person. 
You're a wonderful person. You know why that happens? It's because the enemy is just consistently working in your life and on your soul. He completely bypasses the fact that I'm a pastor of this wonderful church. He completely don't care what I have any heritage of Pentecost for. He has no interest in that. He'll attack me just as much as he'll attack somebody walking down the street who's never walked into a church. Because there's a battle going on. There's a warfare happening in the spirit realm and the enemy's trying to get me and the enemy's trying to get you. He's trying to discourage me and he's trying to discourage you. He's trying to push you out and he's trying to push me out and that's why we come together together singing in the house of God, praising in the house of God, worshiping in the house of God because we're just together letting the enemy know that you may come against us but you will not defeat us we may be perplexed but we're not going to be destroyed we have made up in our mind that God is on our side and we will be victorious I want to tell somebody here today you're not going to hell I want to tell somebody in this room, you're not going to hell. I didn't come up here just to preach, just to hear myself preach. I'm not praying just to save myself. I'm preaching today, I'm not gonna let you go to hell. I'm gonna keep preaching this word. I'm gonna keep delivering the text from these 66 books. I'm gonna keep praying. I'm gonna keep fasting because I don't want you to go to hell today. Come on, whenever you're sitting over your lunch, you gotta say, thank God for our pastor. Thank God for those singers. Thank God for those musicians. Thank God for Brother Ron. Thank God for Bishop. Thank God for Brother Wes. Keep preaching to us. Keep singing to us. Listen, kids, we love our church. We love our preaching. We love our singing. We love our worship. You know why? We're saying you are not going to hell sitting on these pews. We're going to come to church and we're going to repent. We're going to come to church and we're going to cry. We're going to come to church and we're going to worship. We're in a fight for our soul. If this is your first time here today, I just need to tell you, I'm sort of an old-fashioned preacher. I'm young, but I'm kind of an old-fashioned preacher. But I just need to serve the enemy notice. You're not just going to come to church here and go to hell. I'm praying for you. By the way, there is a hell. As literally as there is a heaven, there is a hell. We can shout over heaven and we need to pray that we don't go to hell. God, deliver us from all the things that the enemy would battle us with.
I got to tell you, I've done come too far in this journey to be lost now. I, I, done, I done thought too many things to turn it in, throw in the towel and give up now. Brother Bolton, I got my foot on the rock and my mind made up. I love that man of God because every time I see him, I see him with it, just, he just feels that way. I got my foot on the rock and my mind made up. I've just decided it doesn't matter what comes or what goes, I'm gonna fight for my soul. I'm gonna fight for my kids. I'm gonna fight for my family. Mallory, I want you to come down here. Gabby, I want you to come down here. Come on, wife, I want you to come over here. I got one girl and son-in-law that's in Mississippi today. Seeing their grandma and grandpa. Come on down here. I just decided. I just made up in my mind whatever we got to do. Come on, y'all walk with me. My kids are going to be saved. I'm in a fight. Now the fight can make you hate people around you. The enemy will try to poison your relationship with those around you and try to make you think that the people who really love you hate you. The enemy will try to dish on your heroes of the faith. Try to dig up some dirt or some some kind of scandalous thought or idea about somebody that served God all these years. That ain't the truth, that's the devil. That's the devil. That's spiritual warfare, you gotta realize that, you gotta recognize that. That the enemy's out for your soul and for your family and for your friends and for your neighborhood. Somebody's gotta make up in the mind that we're in a fight for this thing. But we've decided we're going to be winners in this. My children are not going to hell. I don't know if this makes any sense to y'all or not, but we've just decided our family's not going to be lost. I know that's bold and that's, that's brazen, and I know some of you going through the fight of your life with your kids and your grandkids. I just come to stand here not, not to mock you. I come to tell you that we're with you and we're praying with you, and your grandchildren are going to be saved, and your great-grandchildren are going to be saved. Your family's going to be saved. Come on, God's doing something in this River Valley. He's doing something in the Fleur County. He's doing something in the counties of Arkansas. There's an outpouring of the Holy Ghost that's happening, and you're sons and your daughters and your parents and your relatives and your brothers and your sisters. It don't matter how far they've gone. It don't matter how long they've been away. God is doing something to draw them in. You just don't know, preacher, how far they've gone. You don't, you don't know. This is, this, they're hard-hearted. Y'all hear me up in them risers? Y'all hear me over there? You hear me all right back there, Brother Edmondson? I see him waving his hand. Prayer warrior right there. It's a prayer warrior right there. Woo! He's fought some battles. That's right, brother. 
He's fought the enemy and won over and over again. Every now and then when he's here, you just need to walk by Brother Edmondson. You'll feel the power of anointing on him because he knows how to sing in the Holy Ghost and he knows how to pray in the Holy Ghost. God is doing some things through that man of God. We're in a fight. We're in a fight. And let me tell you, there is a powerful, there's a powerful power of repentance. Repentance is powerful. Matter of fact, Matthew chapter 24 says, you may be seated. Matthew chapter 24 says that whenever the house, whenever the unclean spirit is gone and the house is clean, that's power. Anytime the enemy has to leave, I'm sorry, that's Luke 11 and 24. Luke 11 and 24 says, when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places seeking rest. And finding none, he said, I'll return unto the, my house whence I came out. So whenever you start feeling like you don't, you're resisting unclean things, unclean spirits, that's the power of repentance. Whenever you start saying, I'm not watching that anymore, I'm not going there anymore, I'm not doing that anymore, I'm, I'm, I've identified unclean spirits and you're not welcome here then the unclean spirit exits out of your life. There is some power of repentance. That's why you can't skip repentance and say, I don't, I'm not really interested in changing, I just want the Holy Spirit. Can't do that. Can't get the Holy Spirit without repentance. Because you've got to make a decision. I'm tired of what I'm doing. I'm tired of sin in my life. I'm tired of living wrong. and I'm tired of walking in the wrong path. You've got to say, Lord, I need you to forgive me. I need a cleansing in my life. I need, I need you to cleanse me. And when the house is clean and, and the enemy is, is out of your house, the Bible says that unclean spirit will make a loop. It'll go out in dry places trying to find somewhere goes out there where there's no water. goes out there where there's no spirit. Starts trying to find somewhere to dwell. But he don't just stay out there. He just kind of comes back around checking those houses where he used to dwell. Saying, has anything happened since you repented? Has anything happened since you got cleaned up in your heart and in your mind? See, I'm, I'm trying to preach to you that you're in a constant fight. Your repentance is not something that the enemy is just going to say, okay, I give up on now, walk away from. There's something else got to happen in your life. After you've repented, after you've cleaned the house, after you've been baptized in the name of Jesus, you've repented of all your sins, you've been washed in the blood of Jesus, then you've got to make up in your mind, I need to receive the power of the Holy Ghost. I want it. It's amazing to me that now the Catholics are speaking in tongues, the Methodists are speaking in tongues, the non-denominational non are speaking in tongues. Now don't do it too loud, but you can do it. The Pentecost have been speaking in tongues since the day of Pentecost. 
you know why other people and other religions and other denominations are catching on to something? Because they know there's some power in the experience of the Holy Ghost. Whenever you surrender your life and you become obedient to him and you invite him into your life, you will speak with other tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance. Y'all gonna know why I'm preaching this in just a few minutes. I'm telling you that there's something begins to happen. Acts 1 and 8 says you shall receive power after. You can be clean before. But you don't get power until after. The Holy Ghost has come up on you. Well, I prayed and I didn't receive the Holy Ghost. You gotta surrender to it. You're still in control. You're still in the driver's seat. When you get out of the way, he'll get in there. When you open the door and say, I don't care what anybody thinks about me and my family, in my heritage, across the aisle or standing beside me, I come to receive the Holy Ghost. Forgive me of my sins, Lord. Cleanse and wash me. It don't matter if you're at the altar. It don't matter if you're standing on the side of the road. It don't matter if you're in the elevator. It don't matter where you are. Whenever you surrender, start talking to God, and you surrender to him, he'll fill you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and you will speak with other tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance. That, that's either gotten really common to some of y'all or you don't know what I'm saying. One of the two. Because there's power. And I'm going to tell you why you need the power of the Holy Ghost. It's because when that unclean spirit comes back around to your house, it don't just need to be clean. It needs to be filled. I said when the unclean spirit comes back to your house, your house don't need just to be clean and say, well, I don't do this and I don't do that and I don't do this and I don't do that. Congratulations. But when the enemy, the unclean spirit, when Satan comes back to your house, you need to be filled with the spirit of God. That house needs to be occupied. My mama speaks in tongues a lot. Like you can be talking to her and 10 or 15 minutes later, she'll just go off speaking in tongues. And she hadn't just started that. She's done all I can remember in my life that my mother will just dial in just like that to the Holy Ghost. And it don't matter who's here, who's there, the governor, it doesn't matter who's there, who's looking on. When the power of God begins to move, she starts speaking in tongues. And this is what mama told me. She said, speaking in tongues is a language that the devil does not know. So you can gripe and complain about your church and your family and your kids and your finances and the devil hears every word of it. But if you ever dial into something in Acts 1 and 8 where you start getting in the Holy Ghost and you start praying in the Holy Ghost, you're gonna start saying words that the enemy, the devil is gonna say, I have no idea what you're saying. I have no idea with groanings that cannot be uttered. And the enemy says, I have no idea and you're praying over your children and you're praying over your house and you're praying over your job in the Holy Ghost, in other tongues and the enemy says, I have no idea of this strategy but God must be doing something in that house. He said, preacher, I'm scared to speak in tongues. I don't know what my guest is gonna think about it. They've been to enough dead churches 
They've been to enough lifeless churches. That's why they're sitting on the pew with you. They came because they're looking for something real. They're looking for something genuine. I'm preaching to you when you get plugged into the Holy Ghost. It won't just keep you. It will give you power. I'm telling you, when you move into this environment right now, that's when growths disappear. When you move into this environment right now, that's when spiritual strongholds are broken. Come on, you're wrestling against addictions that nobody knows about. I'm preaching to you, step in this moving of the Holy Spirit. Wade out into this water, get a hold of this, and God will begin to release you from strongholds in your life. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Come on, somebody just entertain his presence here for a few minutes. Iloromo shatahaya, iloromo shatahaya Come on, somebody move into something here in this place for a few minutes. Woo! Come on, somebody move into this for a few minutes. Come on, that's all right. Let it flow out of you right now. Come on, let it flow out of you right now. Hey, Otobo, see, I Come on, somebody let that flow out of you right now. It don't matter what it sounds like, let that Holy Ghost flow out of you right now. Let that tongue come forth in you right now.
Come on, there's some deliverances happening right now in this room. There's something supernatural happening right now in this room. If you won't be afraid of this and you'll move into this, something is about to happen in your life. Come on, the enemy is waging war against your soul, but I come to tell you right now, there's something positive happening in the Holy Ghost. There's a delivering force that's moved into this room that says, I am for you. I am with you. Come on, if you'll just move into this for a few moments, this is gonna make the difference in your family, in your home, in your marriage. <laughs> Come on, what you're fighting, you don't have to fight by yourself. Move into this. Come on, step into this. Come on, receive this today. Come on, there's been some things happening in your house. Come on, mom and daddy, you ought to be the ones with your voice lifted. You ought to be the one with your voice surrendered to God right now. Come on, husband and wife, you ought to lift your voice and speak it to be so today. If you're a guest today, don't, don't be offended by what you feel. That's the presence of Jesus Christ that's moving in this room right now. And all you have to do is lift your hands and your voice and surrender saying, Lord, forgive me of my sins and fill me with your spirit. It'll happen right now. Come on, it'll happen right now. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Come on, get in the Holy Ghost and release something in the spirit realm that will conquer the enemy's devices against you. Thank you for taking the time to join us today. I hope this word has blessed you. If you are in the River Valley area and are looking for a church to attend, we would love for you to join us right here at TPC. Services are Sunday at 11 a.m. and Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. You can visit us at our website at www.tpcfortsmith.com and on Facebook at the Pentecostal Church Fort Smith. Here you will find any information you may need. Thank you and God bless.